right, welcome back to the Heated Waves. This is part two of NFL talk of what's going on, trades, all that good stuff. And we have a uh, one of our co-hosts back on. He was at work. Now he's off. Now he's going to do his thing here on the show. Welcome, Mr. J. Mack. Hey, hey, what's up, guys? Not shit. Just going to talk some football. It's been pretty interesting up to this point. And I think uh, we're going to go back to T-ball over here with, uh, with what he was wanting to talk about earlier. Yeah, so we were trying to get to Sam Bradford's health over here. I know it's been kind of spotty, you know, in the last couple of years. And we were getting to him being a part of that whole trade deal and everything, too. Um, Bradford hasn't stayed healthy, and he's only played like 80 of a possible 128 games in his eight-year NFL career. It's really been 80? Wow. Yeah, only 80. But... The Cardinals committed to a two-year, $40 million deal. So I think $15 million is guaranteed. So That's Arizona, crazy. It is crazy for Bradford. Like, Arizona entered the offseason without a quarterback on its roster. So Bradford, <laughs> who I don't even think has ever even made a Pro Bowl, built the need that they had. But That's a bold strategy, Cotton. <laughs> they did draft um, – the UCLA quarterback, though, in the first round. I know his first name was Josh, though. Yeah, it's, it's Rosen or Roth. He's Rosen. probably good then. Yeah. yeah. But not just because of the name Josh. J-Mac. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can't hurt him. True. Well, if that was the case, um, I'd be a professional baseball player for the Arizona Diamondbacks. Very so. true. Except <laughs> I played first base, I guess is what Travis Lee. Google that shit. <laughs> but anyways... Apparently, I think uh, the Cardinals put a health plan together just for Bradford uh, to like keep him out on the field, hoping they don't get like a repeat of the last fucking eight seasons or whatever he's played. They're gonna keep a stretcher on the sideline just for him. It's got his name on it. Probably because he only started two games last season because of that knee injury. Um, I guess he had he did have surgery on that, so um, of course you know he had to come back and try to be a backup to Case Keenum. So so do you think he's going to be good with the Arizona Cardinals? Because they don't be really fair, have a wide receiver. He did come off two seasons in a row where he threw for 3,700 and 3,800 yards and 19 and 20 touchdowns. To how many picks? Um, 19 touchdowns, 14 interceptions last year with the Eagles and 20 picks or 20 touchdowns and 5 picks his first year with the Vikings. Oh, yeah, he was so, tearing it up those first games until he, like, blew yeah. out his knee. 3,800 to 77 yards, 20 touchdowns to five interceptions. Yeah, that was so the that year was that he was before he got hurt. That's, that's, that's what a number one pick does that we were talking about earlier. And to be fair, even in the game or whatever before he got hurt, like T-Ball said, he got hurt in that second game, but he had 382 yards, three touchdowns, and no interceptions. So he came out hot um, in 17 as well, so. You can yeah. see, I don't know. He, if he can stay healthy, he's a great quarterback. He's 30 years old now, and he's joining his fourth team in five years. So, if only, I guess. Yeah, I don't understand how they keep paying him so much. <laughs> exactly. Thank they, you, Jimmy. He was um, well, we, the we talk- first overall pick, like the last year, maybe the second to last year. They did those j- massive rookie contracts where they were making more than – like everybody that was even in the league, and then they put yeah. in the rookie like wage scale, and it made it like whatever slot you were taking is what you were gonna get. 
but he was like the last to get that major contract. I just well, saw we, said he earned a hundred and twenty nine million dollars so far in his career. Yeah, we had talked about that at a, on a different podcast with Mr. Bradford about how the amount of money that he had made in his career was a little bit unfair for the amount of football he'd played. Outstanding amount. Compared to other, compared to other players, of, at least. Guys like Le'Veon Bell who put it up and then guys like Sam Bradford that think about the career earnings versus right. the career production. It's pretty right. crazy. Yeah, and that's, I mean, hey, if, if the people have the money to throw at him, good for them. Golly, I mean, how many times can you dump so much money into somebody after he gets hurt every single year, every other year? He literally gets hurt every year. Yeah, he's hard. He's kind of hard to, I guess, place a bet on. You're like, man, this motherfucker is either going to get really good or just get knocked out. man. <laughs> It's like you're like you get all these expectations for him, and then you're like, as soon as he gets hit, you're like, oh, there it is, he's out for the season now. That's why you hope Andrew Luck doesn't turn into kind of a Sam Bradford, right. injured, full of potential, all the tools, just couldn't stay healthy. What's ironic about that is he gets hurt, and his last name's Luck. <laughs> well, if he didn't have bad luck, he'd probably have no luck at all. True. So, uh, back to my question, Cardinals even contend, even in that division with, what is it, the Seahawks, the Niners, and who else is it? The Rams. Well, that's what we were saying before. If you uh, do the three-headed monster of Bradford, uh, Fitzgerald, and David Johnson, how far can they take you? They've always had a pretty solid defense. It's nothing crazy good, but... Okay, so, yeah, I think Seattle... Now that they're in a rebuild, uh, you know, John Schneider, I guess he's been saying he just – his quotes been, I want the fans to just trust my process. It's going to take some time. But it seems after missing the playoffs for the first time in six years, you know, they're in that rebuild. They released cornerback Richard Sherman. Uh, Lane. Yeah, Richard Sherman went to the Niners, bro. Michael Bennett, yeah, to the Eagles. So. Yeah, I didn't get that. Thanks for giving them more defense. But Jimmy Graham left, which yep. he's now with the Packers. So, I hope for him. Yeah, we will see. I mean, he's a little long in the tooth, but, yeah, he might be a great addition there. They yeah. still have, The Seahawks still have Russell Wilson. You can never count him out. So yeah, He'll always give you eight wins. If the Cardinals are going to expect anything, I think it can be a win from Seattle. If they can put some – tools around, I guess, Sam Bradford, and then again... If- I just don't see him staying healthy. I think he gets knocked out fourth game of the year, if not earlier. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm betting money on... <laughs> I bet there's bets at Las Vegas about that. What do you think, Jay Bones? I mean, you never want to wish injury on a guy. I bet there is, though. Oh, is there odds? Oh, I'm sure you can find odds on anything. Right. I, didn't you say... We- in the down under, you can basically bet on anything. Yeah, they've got well, gambling's legal here, so you can, yeah, you can find hmm. odds on all kinds of shit. I know. Well, let's talk about the my dude, Aaron Rodgers, he's having another. <laughs> he's having another MVP type season last year. What was it? Thirteen touchdowns and only three interceptions in a hundred and four point one passer rating. Yeah, before he got took that cheap shot. 
Yeah, then he was four. He had a four and one record, and then he fractured his collarbone. Um, Anthony Barr from Minnesota. Yep. His collarbone. Yeah, he grabbed his crotch and flipped Rogers off afterwards as well. How sportsmanlike is that? Yeah. Well, after missing the postseason, the Packers hired a new general manager and overhauled the whole coaching staff, made several big moves in the personnel. Uh, but apparently, I was reading something um, that said like Rogers hasn't been very happy with a lot that's been going on. Um, oh, with the coaching staff like, changes and stuff? Yeah, because he, I guess he apparently, he complained after they replaced their um, quarterback coach. Yeah, I too. Yeah. He's been with them since so, the start. Well, they didn't ask Rodgers about it at all, and I guess that pissed him off. And I mean, because, yeah, he's your franchise guy. He's going to be the guy that you retire his jersey and build a statue of him. Right, he's going to be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, so they released him, and then he got even more mad when they released Nelson. I don't understand that one. Don't understand. Well, you know, that's the best quarterback to wide receiver duo. No. Three or four different. Peyton Manning and Marvin Harrison are one of the best I've ever seen. And Joe Montana Joe Montana and Jerry Rice. Jerry Rice, yeah. Stats <laughs> wise. Not like. Years of playing with each other because they didn't really right. have time to play. I got you there. It took a couple years before Nelson even started balling. So where did he go to then? Oakland. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we trade out Jordy Nelson for Jimmy Graham. Don't understand. It's not a trade for me. And we picked up Arcadius Lewis, the old ass old Jaguars tied in that used to ball it up in like his first three seasons, and. Somebody else. We have a third tight end, too, Lance Kendricks. But go on, T-Ball. Well, I was just saying that there's been some, you know, stuff in the upstairs with the uh, Green Bay organization that I don't think is settling too well with Aaron Rodgers, but I'm sure a little bonus or something like that probably will put his mind at ease. With them bringing in Jimmy Graham, that's definitely – you know, probably perked his his eye there, because now he's got someone else to throw to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because before we were running, we were relying on a lot of Jordy Nelson, Randall Cobb type shit, and then the third option was tight end. Yeah, and Devonte Adams as well. So now we've got that tight end threat. A tight end threat on any team is always great to have. That's why the Cowboys always do well with it because they always have a good tight end. Had Jason Witten always catching everything. Yeah, so I think if the long as they can keep their defense together, Green Bay should do pretty well. But uh, Mike McCarthy, he's in his thirteenth season. He's on the hot seat this year. Yeah, he needs uh, to make the playoffs. I bet they ship him out. He needs to definitely go pretty far in the playoffs to not be shipped out. Right? Can I? Uh... Can I mention these notable free agents that are still unsigned right now? Yeah, I mean, those still out there. I mean, obviously, we all know about Des Bryant. Is there anybody here that wants to see him go to a specific team? Des Bryant? I would love to have him in Green Bay. When, whenever, okay, I had heard that the Packers heard at least Jordy Nelson, and then. They were talking about Des Bryant looking for a team. I was like, well, why don't we just replace Jordy Nelson with Des Bryant? I mean, it's obviously going to be a little bit more money, but the athleticism doesn't really measure up. 
So, and then we added Jimmy Graham, and I was like, okay, well, maybe we don't really need Des Bryant because I don't think he would sign with Green Bay anyways. So, yeah, he said he wouldn't, but they were talking about talking about it. I was thinking maybe Houston Texans might be a fun fit. Put him down there with Deshaun Watson. I mean, the Texans don't. I don't know. The Texans are a wishy-washy team all the time. I can't tell what the. I don't know what to expect from them anymore. They were Might a be fun. team when Wash when Watson was healthy and running. He was running crazy. Yeah, he was playing one of the best teams. Might be fun to see him go to the Browns. Right, that's what I was saying earlier. Yeah, we were discussing that earlier. Oh, sorry, guys. You're good. I'm glad you said that because that somebody else to add to that's that. It's a good point. It's a good point. They need more. If they had a powerful offense, they don't even really need to worry so much about their defense. But. I he already had an offer to go to the Ravens for like a three year deal and he turned them down and I don't get that because they don't have any wide receivers. Why wouldn't you want to go be there and be number one? You know what I mean? But maybe he's looking to not be somebody's number one. He's getting a little bit older. Maybe he can't handle the load of being the number one anymore. He's twenty nine. Des Bryant? Yeah, he's twenty nine years old. Oh, well, I figured he was older than that. He'll be thirty this year, but thirty as a wide well, receiver. Right. Thirty well, is yeah, that's that's kinda has years. an asterisk next to it. Right, but here's another good point, though. If you're getting the second cornerback matchup every time, then that that could be that could be beneficial towards him as well. Strategic play, yeah. Right towards maybe one more big contract. Yeah, I don't know, but I heard that he's now like waiting until somebody in training camp or even practices and preseason and stuff like that. Some big name wide receiver goes down on the team, and then they'll come calling to him. I mean, that's kind of playing your cards close to your chest, but right. So who are some of these remaining free agents? Uh, Eric Reed, safety. He played a a few different people. He's only 26, but his problem, he was one of those protester guys like Kaepernick. You mean that's frowned upon? Let's not get get back into that one. Come on, it's fun. (laughs) <laughs> but he's he's up there with Kaepernick and and they're blackballing him as well. But uh, Navarro, choice of words. Hey, just saying. Navarro Bowman, he's only thirty linebacker. Everybody knows he's played with San Francisco forever. He's a tackle machine. Uh, Jeremy Macklin, wide receiver. I know he's thirty, but still. Nobody's got Jeremy Macklin right as a veteran. Right. What did he do last year though? His he numbers did. last year weren't all that, were they? Uh, he, like yeah, he had a few. He missed a few games, but he still had like sixty catches or something. But uh, there's Julius Thomas out there. You know, he played for the Jags forever. They're tied in. He's thirty. Last year, uh, he had Mr. Macklin had forty receptions. He played in twelve games. So See? that's eh. okay. Yeah, but uh, that's okay. Yeah. A lot of you guys probably don't even know this guy, but he was actually pretty good for uh, the, the Giants last year when their injuries piled up at running back. Orleans Darkwa, this kid ran all over people. He was a pretty good little stud for fantasy. Yeah, I don't know that. I don't know that guy. Didn't he, he play? Did his name again? Right? Orleans Darkwa. Didn't Didn't he play for the Jets or something? Uh, years ago, uh, he may have. I don't know. He's been bounced around. He's only twenty six. He's a, He's a pretty talented little running back. But then, of course, uh, old uh, Adrian Peterson still out there at 33. You got Eddie Lacy. <laughs> Eddie Lacy, former Packer at 28. Tabahali. How about that one? I mean, he's 34. 
Chiefs let go of him. And the other big notable one is Lamar Houston. He's 31. He's a linebacker, and he played for uh, the Raiders forever. Pretty good tackling guy, but still. I mean, guys out there should be on some teams. Yeah, uh, especially that – what was that guy from the Chiefs? He should definitely get signed. That guy's beast. Yeah. He's, he's slowing down a bit, but he's still got talent. Oh, yeah. He just needs a conditioning coach. He's good. For real, he just looks like he gets tired. Oh, well, I guess that's that old age, but, you know, he's still got hella good talent. Right. I don't want to waste it. See, that's I, – I saw a thing the other day that was uh, – uh, who was it? An old Rams player that was talking about how hockey players needed a, needed to uh, think about their conditioning because football players were way more conditioned and shit like that. Hey, that is a joke. Right. Like, right. hockey players are so funniest. much more conditioned than football players. They Football players play for, like, 13 seconds at a damn time, and then they take a rest. I can't like, ice skate for 10 minutes without breaking into a sweat. And that's oh, just me. No. Yeah. Along. And we barely even know how to skate, let alone right. going 110%. Oh, who, who the hell was that that said that? The football player that was talking shit on hockey players. We let's you guys hear about what's going on in like uh, Dallas there. Like it's basically it's basically turned into Dak Dak Prescott's team. Well, of course, to see that happen, I even though it's more like Ezekiel Elliott's team. In my eyes, well, yeah, yeah, kind of, I guess. But yeah, I mean, Dak's the quarterback, so it's it's yeah, not his team. So. I get that aspect of that, but he's not the offense. Ezekiel, to me, is what I meant to say. He pushed Romo into the broadcast booth, so he's doing pretty well. Uh, yeah, I think he won nine games with like twenty three or twenty two or twenty three touchdowns. He's a good player. I'm not doubting any of his talent at quarterback. He's a great quarterback. There's a great pickup by Jerry Jones and all their bullshit. So was Ezekiel Elliott. Now they just need some wide receivers. Well, speaking of wide receivers, they added receivers um, Deontay Thompson and Alan Hearns, but. Uh, Obviously, release Brian. So, having running back Ezekiel Elliott for a full season will help. So, I think after Elliott missed those six games, I think it was last season, uh, while serving for the suspension. Yeah. Was it six games? Like five or six. And that was not enough because I think they could have gone pretty far if he had not uh, been out. So. True. They're dangerous. We play. I think. I think if the Cowboys don't do something soon, we're probably going to be uh, seeing Jason Garrett be waved bye-bye as well. So, Oh, yeah. So the, the, the Cowboys picked up Tavon Austin. I was telling you earlier that uh, the Rams released him. So, yeah, he's on the Cowboys. So he's bumped ahead of Cole Beasley on the depth chart there for the slot receiver. Wow. Oh, nice. Well, Garrett, you know, you were saying he sucks in the playoffs. You know, he's, he's, I think he only has like two playoff appearances in like seven seasons. Yeah, he lost all of them. Haven't he won a playoff yeah. in like 20 years or something? He'll need like at least a wild card berth, to, I think, to keep his job. And they'd have to win it. Most likely. If, yeah. if they kept him, I would be highly surprised. So. Zeke Elliott played 10 games last year. Yeah, oh, so it's going to be the Zeke Elliott show in Dallas. Like He's got no competition. Rod Smith, Bo Scarborough, Trey Williams behind him. It's going to be all Elliott next year. Oh, yeah. Yep. It's always nice to have a running game. And then if you're obviously Dak Prescott, you know, you got a lot of hype behind you as well. So if, if he can keep his stuff together, I guess – 
they might have a run at it, but... Is it going to damper his game with him changing the rule of not being able to lead with your head because he's kind of a head-down type of runner more than like a, a cut I'm back and forth? on the offense. That'll be a always defensive penalty. They're never going to call that shit on the offense. If they did, that would ruin the game. Uh, that's what they were talking about as soon as the season ended last year. It was on ESPN Radio. They were talking about how they were changing the rule of well, be, you're supposed to be yeah, nobody leading with the head at all, offense or defense. Well, yeah. what they mean is like uh, if if it's like obvious play that you can tackle him and stuff like that, you don't lead with your head or well, at shots at all. As a as a running back, you've always been told get lower than the defenseman, so right. that means so lower your head. So how I it's it's gonna have to change something. Like I mean, they're either gonna I don't ha- I don't see how they can say that they're gonna make a rule and then not enforce it at all. Right. <laughs> Like you said, it's probably going to be on the defense mostly and, you know, 20% offensively. Well, I'm just – I don't know how it's going to go. I'm just kind of curious to see what does and doesn't get called next year, I guess is what I'm saying. Well, they also changed the catch rule. To now you – God, it's so confusing <laughs> the way they keep changing it. It's so ridiculous. It's to where Des Bryant did make that catch against Green Bay. That would have scored them a touchdown, but it doesn't fucking matter, you Dallas fans, because there's still three minutes to go, and Rodgers led them all the way downfield and scored anyways. But now that's a catch to where if the ground, if it hits the ground and knocks it out after you've already put two hands on it or whatever, or at least you know made it a catch or made two or three steps, I believe. It's now three steps. Three steps or more is a football move, and it's a catch. I'm like, yeah. what? It's basically the same thing, but a little bit more. They're going to have to do like – a Pythagorean's theorem to figure out if it's a goddamn catch or not anymore. <laughs> Let's bring some physics in here. That's ridiculous. Did you, uh, did you see how much uh, Bortles got from the Jaguars? I forgot. How much was it? It's like three years, $54 million, $18 million a season. He's not really done a lot. I mean, he throws for a lot of yards, but he throws a lot of interceptions. Fun fact, Blake Bortles has as many playoff wins as Tony Romo. <laughs> Nice. Which is what, one? Yeah, He's only 26. So Julio Jones is holding out in training camp, even though he has three years left on his contract. He wants an extension already. Oh, Jesus. First, let me give you his, his stats. 1,400 yards in the last four straight years. Well, I mean, three years is a long time. But, yeah, right? Then, Why would you need a, another extension I mean, for like five, six like, years? Yeah, that's what I'm not getting, like. Why is it even a discussion? Like, you have three years, bro. That's what's 16 times three. You have that many games to, to decide what the fuck you want to do, and you're already asking for more shit. That sounds a little greedy to me. Uh, he is one of the top two wide receivers every year, and he never gets hurt, but I got to agree a little bit on that, too. What about you guys, J Bones or J Mag? Look, I'm all about the NFL guys getting as much as they can, but. Three years left. I don't know. I don't know what. Uh, that's not his entry level deal, is it? That'd be his first like free agent deal, right? And now he wants to redo it. Yeah, in three years, yeah. be up, and he could be a free agent. Look, I'm all for the NFL guys getting as much as they can. Like I was saying before, I wish they'd raise the salary cap or even take it away. But yeah, yeah I, I think I think any all professional sports should just get rid of the salary cap. It just yes. Think There's, the contract should also just be guaranteed, and no matter what, that's just guaranteed. So, 
take away the power from the owners to just cut them. It's just like you sign it and then they can't cut you and then you got to play it. And then that would just like, isn't that what a contract is? That's what it should be. Right. But it seems like it doesn't count in the NFL. It's what it is in baseball. You sign that and it doesn't matter. You're going to get every dollar for whatever you sign. But that's not the case in the NFL. This is what they're signed with and this is guaranteed. And it's just, I don't know. They should uh, just make it all guaranteed and then maybe that problem goes away. True. Yeah, there's always some loophole or something in the clause. I just can't agree with that. I, I get it. He's a great player, great wide receiver, top two every year. Fantasy stud. Which, by the way, we will be doing every week fantasy of top, what do you guys want to do, like top 20 players in every position? Whenever we do it. We could do that. Maybe we should have uh, people message in and tell us what they want to hear. All right, but here's two teams, which is one each that I've come up with that I'm worried about, which is NFC and AFC, one team apiece. Dolphins, we were talking about them earlier. They're just garbage on offense. Ryan Tannehill sucks. I mean, he hasn't done anything. He was this big-time guy coming out of college, and he's just been nothing. I've seen nothing. That's why Jarvis Landry's like, fuck it, I'm out. I'll go to Cleveland. The fucking Browns have won one game in two years. I'd rather play there than keep playing with you. Which blows me away. But they have no defense either, really. And then the NFC, I think it's the Bucks won because of their division. Fuck, they play the Saints, the Panthers, and the Falcons division. Good luck on that. And Jameis Winston's out for the first four games with his suspension. The Dolphins got 50-year-old Frank Gore. Still producing. That's crazy. Yeah, they, I mean, he's not that old, is he? He's 30, what, two? Yeah, he's not 50. He's, um, I was like, Jesus Christ, is he really <laughs> making me feel old? He's uh, 30, I'm surprised. He's 35. Miami Dolphins. He's 35. Yeah. Yeah. 35. Yeah, is it 35 like retirement for most running backs? Yeah, I'm excited about this year's football. Are you? A little bit. Because I sure am. I'm excited for Green Bay. Did you know this statistically about That's Aaron Rodgers? Mainly, too. I'm, I'm excited about Green Bay is mainly what I meant to say, I guess. I want to see him go to the damn Super Bowl. But did you know this about Aaron Rodgers? Is that the last time he broke his collarbone before this you know, most recent one, is that the very next year that he played, he totally fucking balled it up. So if history is correct... He should come back stronger than ever and fucking just slice and dice people with his arm. That he should. And there, and we have, you know, the team to do it. We just need a defense. I can't say that enough. Dude, did you, have you guys seen all the people that have retired this year? Uh-uh. So Cam Chancellor, Antonio Cromartie, Dwight Freeman, James Harrison. Yeah. When? Devin Hester. Well, I Richie Incognito. Carson Palmer retired. Daryl Revis. Yeah, that was a Jason Witten. Damn, it's like a whole new era of people now. Right? Right? Yeah, there's a lot of good people that did. Martellus Bennett. How about this? DeMarco Murray? He didn't have a bad year last year. What's up, gentlemen from Heated Waves? I'm talking about Mr. Bradstone. I'm talking about Jay Bones. I'm talking about T-Ball and J-Mac. What's up, my brothers? I hear you're doing your fantasy football. 
And for the life of me, you know, I watched my husband, my son, my daughter-in-law, my other daughter-in-law and my other son do this fantasy football. And for the life of me, I don't understand why y'all just don't pick the greatest football players on the planet and bet money on all of that. It's real simple. If you're real good, just pick them and you might just win. I don't know why it's so hard. But anyway, what do I know? I mean, the only thing I know about football is it's real cold outside and my fuckers get hurt. You know? So that's that. And there's my boy LeBron on the Lakers. Oh boy. I mean, it seems like they stacked their cards very high this year because once Kobe left, It's like basketball was over with for the Lakers. I was used to winning championship after championship after championship and just saying at my TV, it's Kobe time. And once Kobe, it was Kobe time, that means it was the last half of the fourth quarter and Kobe was in and he had the ball and he was going in for the last eight, nine or 10 points. That's what I know the Lakers to be. And I don't know if I'm able to wrap my head around the Lakers with such a selfish crybaby as LeBron James. The man is a masterpiece when it comes to playing basketball. However, his attitude leaves a lot to be desired. And I don't know if the folks on the Lakers is going to want to deal with the me, me, me bullshit. You know what I mean? So anyway, it's your girl, the guru. Listen up tonight. I'm shouting all of three of y'all out tonight. So do stay tuned. It will be later on tonight. However, it will be up once you go and look tomorrow. It's just me, your girl, showing some love. Peace. Hey, Lupus Warrior, it's Mr. Brad Stone, Mr. Bradley, whatever you want to call me. Uh, the fantasy football thing, I, I don't do a paying thing. I just do it for fun with a bunch of friends and, you know, bragging rights and shit like that. So that's why I do it. Um, I'm not going to pay money to pick guys. And also, it's not, you don't just get to have anybody you want. That's the problems in, in that and why it's such a big deal and, like, big big thing going on is that you you don't get always get the players you want you have to be in a draft and however many people eight to ten is usually how many i have in my you know fantasy football every year so you have a better chance of getting who you may want but you're not always going to so that's kind of the fun of it too but i just love it but i am going to do a show and thank you for uh saying you're going to shout out to us on your next episode i will be looking for that